On this episode of AV Week, we are live from the NSCA's annual business leadership conference in uh, beautiful Dallas, Texas. We have a number of integrators, programmers, and manufacturers talking about the industry, the economy, and how we get young people interested in AV. All that and more next on AV Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. AV Week is brought to you by our fine group of underwriters, companies like Extron. This is AV Week. Episode 235, recorded Saturday, February 27th, 2016. Live from the BLC 2016. Ready. AV, AV Week. Performing scan. Week. Online. This is AV Week. This is AV Week, your weekly wrap-up of audiovisual news and information. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host. Uh, we're doing this live from the BLC, the uh, NSCA's annual business leadership conference. Uh, so we're going to do it in a couple different parts. First up, um, Jay uh, Rogina uh, from Spinatar. How are you, sir? Fantastic. Thanks that for having That sounds like me. an immigrant name. You know what? This is Brock McGinnis. He is not an immigrant. He's an alien. Correct. From Canada. How are you? Good. Good. good to be here. And last but not least, Frank Pisano. That's not an immigrant name at all. Not at all. <laughs> He's no, it's a good Chief. Irish name. <laughs> He's from Chief. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah anyhow, we're going to talk about what we were talking about, what we're re- referencing here in a second, which is immigration, right? Which is the economy. Um, it sounds kind of silly for uh, a, an AV podcast, right? But one of, one of the favorite things that I come away with this event um, is Dr. McPeter's uh, talk every year. Uh, it's unfortunate that this seems like his, this is his last year. He's, he's retiring from, uh, uh, from Arizona State. But he, he gives us all a, a really quick, succinct economic outlook. One of the things he talked about, though, was immigration, and not from a political standpoint necessarily, but explaining labor supply and labor demand and stuff like that. Um, Jay, we'll start with you. Based on what Dr. McPeter said, where do you think the, the AV economy is and, and maybe where we're going. <clears throat> well, you know, part of it, I, I mean, great question because, you know, right now you look at the first quarter of this year for us, I mean, it's fantastic. And it uh, ended fantastic in 2015. Now, beginning of 2015 was difficult. And when you hear what he talked about last year, it wasn't, it didn't feel like it was going to be that way uh, and felt it was going to be much stronger. Uh, we ended strong. So 2016 for us, uh, really looks like it's going to be a, uh, a really a, one of those breakout years, and it and it kind of shows in some of the things that he he put up. And our challenge is finding the right talent to uh, to put it through the funnel. We're getting it in the funnel. Okay, you got to put it through the funnel, and it's it's all about the people, and it's it's a challenge to find those people. All right, Mr. McGinnis, um, kind of same similar question, but I also want to get into how do we find those people. Uh, finding people is is uh, one of the biggest challenges of our industry, and I think that the um, I think the NSCA Ignite Committee and initiative uh, nailed it. Um, young people coming out of uh, colleges and trade schools don't know about our industry. Um, you know, we're not visible. 
uh, we're not readily identifiable and they don't know of us as a career option and yet um, some of the skills that they're learning in other programs in in computer sciences programs uh, in robotics programs and uh, and even some of the traditional trade programs actually transfer well um, NSCA uh, suggesting to us that we get off our butts and go out to those schools and educate the students on us as an alternative. We're a fun place to work. Yeah. Uh, and we get to, you know, they get to deal with cool technologies and their buddies may all have iPads at home, but we get to control <coughs> stadiums with iPads. And, and the cool factor uh, is in fact there. We tend to be pretty stable businesses not a lot of layoffs, um, there's always lots of work, uh, our, uh, our employees enjoy a fair bit of overtime during the summer, probably not when they'd prefer to enjoy <laughs> it, um, but people make good livings and all I have to do is look in our parking lot to know that you know we've got a lot of people making, uh, making very good livings and they're going to have long-term careers. Uh, you know, we are plumbers, we support businesses, we support uh, universities and colleges and, and other institutions. And that need for our support will never go away, whether it's, um, you know, whether it's at the installation uh, initiation end of systems or simply keeping <coughs> systems running and solving problems. Uh, we're a good alternative uh, for people coming, including, um, including people coming out of the military. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think we, we think of folks in the military as, as uh, all about guns and tanks. And the reality is the military uses some of the most sophisticated electronic systems. Uh, That's where we get a lot of our electronics eventually. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it is. So um, there are either people that were involved, uh, you know, with, uh, with actually driving those electronics, or they've simply used in the course of their jobs, and their jobs may have been logistics and and all of the other things that uh, that uh, the military offers. So it's a um, uh, it, it, we just need to get up uh, off, off our butts, butts. Right. and become um, you know uh, become the face in front of individual students, saying, "Hey, we're a good option." And, and real quickly, I want to make one clarification: it's not just trade school and and community college. I think um, either Mike or, or one of the the Ignite committee. <coughs> said, you know, also uh, career counselors, uh, career counselors at high school level, right? As these kids are, are, are doing, um, you know, getting into the sophomore, <laughs> junior, senior year, you know, trying to figure out what it is they want to do with their life. Uh, folks like Jay and, and, and you and, and even Frank, I mean, as, as from a manufacturer level, uh, even me, I didn't mean <laughs> it like that, but most manufacturers <laughs> don't do recruiting like that, do you? So we've had the, um, you know, try to echo what Jay said, we've had some exceptional growth in our organization. So we have been in hiring mode and it's been nice because it's not replacement mode, it's okay. true growth mode. So, I mean, Brock's absolutely right. This is a fun place to work. I mean, I, I probably laughed harder these last three days. Um, well, and, and, and kind of explain to people where you've been the last couple weeks. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I'm glad this isn't on video because I do have um, quite the tan right now. But, uh, I'm, you know, and trips to Cancun, those do exist if you're, you know, with President's Clubs. And if these, if these folks are successful in their endeavors, they get to go to fun places. Um, but it is fun. I mean, those people at this conference are a blast. Uh, we've, we've had 
a tremendous amount of, you know, it's just people buy from who they like, but they also just enjoy being together. And this, this group is um, a tremendous amount of fun. Hire, and and we, we got to hire new people, new blood into it. Yeah. Um, but this conference, I have been to it many, many years in a row. It does seem to be getting younger. Um, there's a lot of, there, there, we're seeing a lot of that more influx in, in our organization, um, bringing in some younger talent. And it's uh, that, some high energy folks that are, that are helping us get to that next level. Well, and, and explain to us, because uh, Frank, you're with, with Chief, which is part of Milestone. Right. Um, you guys are a sponsor of this event. Yes. So why? We've been a sponsor of this event for a long time, but I, I think NSCA, they, they truly care about your business. They, they, I mean, they help us with market data, with trends. Um, I can always pick up the phone and call Chuck or anyone on the board and get good information. Um, they, they truly want to see your business get successful and get to that next level. But there's a great mix of people here too. You got some of the largest integrators there are. You have some smaller integrators that are in some parallel markets. So it's a great networking opportunity for us. But the content at these events is tremendous and we take a lot out of it. Um, it's definitely helped my professional development over the last five years. Well, Jay, let's, let's bring that part around. Um, we, we did a special yesterday with, with Chuck and, and um, Mike Hester, the outgoing president, who gave a wonderful donation of $25,000 to start a, a scholarship for veterans, to, to kind of Brock's point. Um, this, we're doing this on Saturday. You're going to fly home Sunday or Monday. You're going to get in your office, and you're going to look at your people that aren't here. How do you disseminate all the stuff that you've gotten over the last few days to those people? <laughs> Wow. Uh, you know, you start with uh, the notes you've taken and kind of disseminate it uh, throughout the part of the organization, and that's not really, there's some value there, and they kind of ask some questions and so forth. But we have a leadership group that we meet once a week um, that I'll share all of it with, and one of my, uh, one of my leader, uh, part of the team is here, Dan Tompkins, and, and he'll be part of that as well to kind of help me share and disseminate all the different things that we learned, whether it's the economic stuff, which is extremely important but you know the you know the networking piece of hiring people as well how people are doing it and you know, as frank said there's a lot more younger people and a lot more women in the industry here this year which which i think is fantastic i mean it just uh it says a lot about how fun we are and can be at yeah. the same time the other part of it is i have daily huddles with my teams as well and i'll usually disseminate a little bit of that mm. bits and pieces of that every morning i've got seven teams and we do a 10-minute huddle with everybody and that's a great place to kind of get some of that information and direct them to a, a website or, or a, uh, a product uh, manufacturer, uh, another competitor, friendly competitor, that type of thing. Get all Brock's, uh, Brock's tricks here. And <laughs> <laughs> if I can learn from them, I will, and I do every time. Yeah, absolutely. That's actually a really good idea because you, you're taking bite-sized pieces. Bite-sized pieces, you know, yes. Every, every other day. So, yeah. Brock, same kind of question. How are you going to, to spread the, the knowledge you've gained here to your folks? Um, once upon a time, uh, I used to be the only person from my company that came here. Uh, we have uh, two other leadership people here um, that uh, are both in the Gen X generation. They're the future leaders of the company. Um, mostly I'm going to listen to them uh, and find out what they felt was important. <clears throat> the problem with having been in a business for a long time is uh, is that we get a little bit stale 
and it's great to come to a conference and get some new ideas. Uh, and we have been through times at, at uh, Westbury National where, you know, it's like, oh, gosh, Brock just came home from a conference. <laughs> now everything's going to change. Um, and that's not positive either. And, uh, you know, we are making incremental steps. It was interesting during the rating of our, our uh, risk tolerance yesterday. Mm -hmm. The three of us had exactly the same ratings. Um, and I actually found that positive. You know, we are uh, very much looking at a new generation of people becoming the mind and control of the business. And it's not like um, Andrew Ford and Guy Wallace and myself are going away uh, anytime soon, but uh, the market is changing. Uh, the employees are changing. Uh, the customers are changing rapidly. And so we need new perspectives on, um, uh, you know, how to solve problems, how to address people, uh, how to deal with the market. So mostly uh, Patrick Stenson, our operations manager, and uh, Ken Peters, one of our uh, project managers uh, and future star, uh, current and future star. Uh, I'm going to listen to them and find out what their takeaways are, and uh, they will probably be the ones who, um, who will do the trickle-down. Uh, to the rest of the organization. And we already have some good takeaways out of this, I think. Um, uh, and uh, one of the benefits of being a Twitter user is that most of the best points that have been made at this conference are available on hashtag BLC2016. Right. Um, uh, photos of slides, uh, comments of participants. Uh, I don't have to take notes anymore. Twitter takes my Twitter. <laughs> Twitter Very takes true. Twitter takes my notes uh, uh, for me. Yeah, and uh, uh, Frank, are you in the same? Absolutely no. And I I've um, I, I'm maybe a slightly younger than these two gentlemen, <laughs> um, and I'm probably the uh, later to the Twitter game than they are. But I agree with Brock. And I'm that's here. ironic, just for the record. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that you're younger did and you, later to did Twitter. Did you say moronic? <laughs> <laughs> That sounded very Canadian accent of me. Yes. For the <laughs> no, so I, I'm using the hashtag BLC2016 too and, and taking notes on that as well. So it does work. I didn't take any, uh, and even if you um, if you go to past a few days back, you'll even see a picture of the winning golf foursome <laughs> from um, from this week. Which, really? Which two of the three of us, um, not not Brock, I won't mention <laughs> the two winners uh, of, the, of it, but, but Brock was not one of them. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we're going to wrap this up before. I don't know which one of you would get throttled. <laughs> Jay, thank you so much, sir. Thank you. How do people being here. find your website or your Twitter or oh, email? Oh, boy, you're going to ask my Twitter. Thing. Never mind. I had to look it up the <laughs> other day. www.spinatar.com. S-P-I-N-I-T-A-R.com. Frank, thank you, sir. Absolutely. Um, you can give, you can just give Chiefs website. If you, if you <laughs> I will. I give the, our absolutely brand new website, at, um, which is both brands, uh, Milestone and Chief, and it's uh, www.milestone.com. Right, very good. Yeah. And Mr. McGinnis, thank you, sir. You know you don't have to use the www part. Yeah. <laughs> yes, now you tell we know me. that. I mean, we're, <laughs> um, we're, yes, at sir, sorry. we're at Westbury.com uh, and need a new website. Uh, I'm at, uh, at Brock McGinnis uh, on uh, Twitter and um, encourage anyone who ever has an opportunity to, uh, to come to a, an NSCA Business and Leadership Conference. This is not a uh, big business conference. This is not an executive conference. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
Uh, uh, uh, it's a very diverse crowd from the low voltage industry here. There's lots of security, mm, yeah. uh, fire and safety integrators, um, and a wonderful group of people uh, who will share the things that are making their businesses work, uh, the products that uh, they're having the greatest success with, uh, with, with other attendees, and uh, <clears throat> that's certainly why I've been coming here for years. Right. Amen. Good. Thank you guys so much. We'll Thank get you, you out of here and, and get the next group in. All right, now we are joined with uh, three more folks. First and foremost, Bruce Kaufman, President and CEO of Human Circuit. Welcome, sir. Good morning, Tim. Thank you. Uh, uh, also with us is Don Kurtz, Director of Sales of JAVI. Hi, good morning. And uh, Ashton McGinnis, sounds familiar. Uh, <laughs> Systems, um, your official title is Marketing Specialist. Correct. Welcome. And if you were paying attention, yes, Brock and I are very related. Yes, that is her uncle. <laughs> He's my uncle. Yes. Uncle Brock. I'm very jealous of that, by the way. It's Me too. He's a good uh, uncle to he's have. A awesome, yeah, he would be an awesome uncle. All right. Um, actually, Ashton, we're going to start with you for a couple of reasons. First of all, um, it, we, there was a couple sessions that happened yesterday. Um, one was the multi-generational one talking about uh, baby boomers. I don't think anybody ever mentioned Gen X in that session, which is, you know, forget you guys. <laughs> We, we're still here. Um, and then you know, the millennials, of which you are, you are part of. And then even the, the, the Generation Z, which is after you guys, uh, which somebody said yesterday starts graduating next year, which is scary. A actually. little scary. Yeah. Um, you're a Randy Vaughn winner uh, for, for NSCA. So, um, and this is your first time here. All of those things put together. What are your first impressions of this event? Of the event or of that session that we of the event, yesterday? and then we'll get okay. into the session because actually Dawn and I sat relatively close to each other, and that's, you know, I grabbed her afterwards and said, "I want you on." So my impression of the event so far is that it's been just fantastic. Um, I had high expectations coming in. Uh, the reviews out of last year were incredible and over the top. And when you hear stories and and read things like that, you think, "How can they? How can they top it? How can the information be that good?" two times in a row, um, and so far it's met every expectation and exceeded some. Um, as a young person in the room, um, it, 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 is, it is a diverse conference. I, the way it had been positioned to me is that it was an executive con conference, that it was a, a leadership conference, and it is that. Um, but I also have had an opportunity to speak, to learn, uh, to contribute. So it, it's not just for executives to... To come. Yeah. All right, very good. Don, um, we, we talked about the multi-generational yesterday, and um, what were some of your takeaways from that from that session? I think that was a very mind-opening, thought-provoking session uh, that assisted me in really a new avenue of how to even think about communication. Um, I'm right on the cusp. I am. I consider myself Generation X, of course, but you know, sometimes I also identify with the millennial group. Um, but as you know, someone who brings in talent to my organization and am hiring those uh, that age group and, and having to you know, make sure that the standard of excellence of an organization is being upheld, um, I found it very valuable to just see how, how the different in thought process and how does that relate to how I'm going to move forward. Yeah. Very good. That's good. Bruce, you, you, you guys are in a greater out of, uh, out of uh, Maryland. Right. Um, what are some of your challenges and, and, and have any of those, have you found any solutions this week? 
Um, well, I'd love to say we found solutions. No. Okay. Um, it's all thought-provoking things. Um, you talked earlier about the finding talent out there. Um, you know, the education piece lags. There's a, there's a lag time in it, even if we get very aggressive with it. Um, you know, we've gone to the technical schools before, trade schools for integration talent, those types of things, and you're able to bring some of that in. But trying to get experienced people in the uh, design side, for example, and sales, um, those aren't the people you can grab really out of school. There's some, some CAD time that has to go there. So, yeah, there were no miracle cures this week. Um, Thought-provoking nonetheless. Um, you know, we've got to go back and constantly reassess, and it's needle and haystack type stuff for the people that we're trying to use. And we're sort of niche and boutique to begin with. Okay. So we, you know, if we were a $100 million company and had, you know, 400 employees, we can pick from a lot of talent. Uh, we can't. We, we're very pinpoint, very laser focused. So it's a little bit tougher for us. We have sort of a double dilemma. Oh well. Yeah. Okay. Um, w question that I've asked a couple different times uh, this week. You aren't you 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 didn't bring your entire organization, Bruce, right? No. So how do you how do you take this this conference and bottle it up and and uh, take it back to your folks. Yeah, it's interesting because Brock said earlier, there's the same situation with me, and I have my CTO with me this time, so there's at least uh, two half-brains anyway okay. to go back collectively and think about this. But um, every time I, I'm a member of Vistage, which is a you know, C-level group, to brainstorm and use them as your board of directors, and I've done a lot of these types of things, and my staff dreads the moment I walk back in from one of these things for years. It's like, oh, God, he was at this thing this week. Uh, what's he going to throw at us now? Yeah. Brock said the exact same thing. So what I've done very carefully is I take my notes. Um, I go back and I refuse to talk about it for a month. I, I will literally, it, there's nothing, there's nothing at any of these things that I feel like if I don't act on it tomorrow, it won't get done. I'd rather take my notes, put them off to the side, wait a month, let it ruminate, you know, fine wine, yeah. let it age just a little bit. And it's amazing what you end up tossing out. And the stuff that really flows to the top after that month, then that's obviously stuff that you really felt you know, will stick. So Jim and I will brainstorm on that and sort of make it and twist it into our own, you know, sorted tale of how we should progress and yeah. maybe some things we should go after and stuff. But it is a, a rumination process. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Ashton, the other side of that, right? Um, this is your first your first event, so it's unfair to say what what have you done in the past. But think about yourself coming going back to work on Monday um, or Tuesday even. How do you think you're going to be able to express what you've learned, not only to the people that you work with, but to those that are above you that aren't here. Right. So yeah, I'm in a really privileged position. My whole team is here. Um, the people that I work with day in, day out, we're here together and we're talking about stuff already. Um, how we bring it up, that's a great question. So the, the session that we were in yesterday, you know, the multi-generational workforce discussion, that was so valuable for me um, because I learned about a, f a few of the misconceptions that happen, you know, from older generations about younger generations. I feel like I know myself, I know my friends, I know my age group, and, you know, when I see things in the media and I read these articles, I know what's right and what's not. Um, but understanding that my perception of my generation is different than others' perception of my generation. So I learned a lot about the challenges communicating up. I don't have answers, I don't have solutions, but I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> and I feel like I've learned a lot. So how to communicate up. Um, we've already taken highlights from this conference to incorporate into our national sales meeting, themes, ideas. Um, so that's not just you know disseminating up, it's disseminating out yeah. um, to our entire sales force and then out to our technical teams. All right, very good. 
Don, uh, what are some of the things that, that you're going to take away from this? I think absolutely my communication style will change with uh, the people that you know report up to me that are of the millennial age group, and I'm blessed to work with some very talented people in that age group, but I think I understand now that I was making assumptions about at what expectations about what um, someone else might think of as a standard and I'm gonna throw that away and start fresh and lay out what I need and you know continue to foster a, a team that can really grow so um, I have no problems. It's funny, I have no problems, uh, perceived problems with my employees that you know are around my age group or older. Um, but I think this will really help me communicate moving forward. And also probably when I bring talent in yeah. of the younger generation. So very exciting. Are you, are, you, are you excited about Generation Z now? It's funny because if you'd asked me two days ago, um, just about millennials, Generation Z, it was kind of, ugh, ugh. But today I feel like um, there's just a misconception. I just didn't understand how differently someone else might see what I view as the unwritten rules that we yeah. discussed. Okay, so now I don't think it's ugh at all. I think I didn't get it before. So now I'm excited to, to change my approach and be able to have more... Uh, uh, focus communication and, and outcomes but I'll tell you as a millennial my sister is of generation Z and as a millennial of this uh, you know future adaptive workforce I don't understand generation Z I'm already <laughs> struggling to understand the next generation so it's it's not just a boomer gen X to millennial it's it's everyone and I think yeah. that's multi multi-generational in general mm -hmm. right I mean my kids are, are on the back end of, of generation Z and um, you know they they grown up with technology you know um, and this, that, and the other, and, and my my nephew is is on the leading edge of that. He was born in '99, so you know it's 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 understanding them and how they communicate, right? Somebody said yesterday, um, and it was uh, one of the speakers said, you know, you have to figure out how they want to communicate. You can't assume that they that that, that the phone call is the most professional uh, form of communication. You have to, the, the most professional form of communication is how they prefer. Right, is, is how they want to be communicated to. So I think that's a huge one right there. Mm -hmm. um, so, all right, uh, Bruce, thank you so much, sir. Absolutely. How You're can welcome. people thank find you? you or uh, uh, with a GPS? No. Um, so uh, <laughs> you we have a tra you have a tracking device. I have, I have my own pin. It's <laughs> right here. But no, anyway. Uh, so uh, humancircuit.com. We're also at uh, humancircuit one on Twitter, and uh, both myself and the company, both by name, are on LinkedIn. So pretty, pretty easy. Facebook, same thing. So all right, very good. good. Appreciate it. Dawn, thank you so much for, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. How do people find you? Uh, we are at javi-llc.com. Okay. Very good. And Ms. McGinnis, how do people find you? They can find me on Twitter at Ashton underscore AVI or on our website, avisystems.com, or in person at our upcoming technology showcases. Yes. What's the, what's the, the next one? First one is in Detroit. Yes. And we're heading to Cincinnati, Chicago, Minneapolis. So. It's a great it's a busy spring. It's a great tour, and if you're in that area, you should go. Can, can we, we be there too? Can we talk about the brain? We can talk. We can. We can do a teaser on the brain. Okay. There's a big brain. That's all I'm gonna say. His name is the giant AV mega brain. And you can ask them questions. He's all knowing. Yes. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> so, all right, guys, we'll let you get out of here and get our next group in. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks Tim. Thank Thanks, Tim.
All right, uh, we'll wrap this up with uh, with two of my favorite people that are here at this at this show. Um, started with Brock, one of my favorite people. Uh, Brock is a great. Um, what was it? What we called him at one of the events, the AV Sage, uh, because he's just he's, he's has so much experience. Um, as he's as he puts it, he's made enough mistakes that <laughs> he knows which ones not to make again. But uh, Steve Greenblatt from uh, Control Concepts is here. How, how are you, sir? Doing great. Good, and good to be back. Good to see you. And Mike Shen. IMS, who has a brand new title. I do indeed. Vice President of Customer Relations Yay. for IMS Technology Services. Very good. And you're on um, the education board for NSCA. Um, talk for a second about Ignite. Uh, I think Brock mentioned it earlier. Mm-hmm. Give, give me kind of a, a big, you know, overarching explanation of why you guys started it and, and what, it, what you're hoping to, to achieve with it. So Ignite was actually started about two years ago by the NSCA Educational Foundation Board. They came up with the concept that they were struggling, as we all know in this industry, to draw in new talent, young talent, to be able to be the next generation of integrators, uh, not just with AV, but with systems contracting in general, security, uh, you know, networking, IT, um, and being able to attract them to our niche market uh, you know, separate from going to work for the Cisco's and the, the Polycoms and, and what have you. Um, so the idea was to start a grassroots effort to help get the word out, educate the public that this is a valuable industry. This is a industry that has a lot of potential in terms of your own income and, and your own satisfaction with your job and yep. your career. Um, because so many students are in a similar boat of here we are trying to find the talent and here are a bunch of recent grads trying to find jobs. Uh, why can't we match these together? So Ignite's plan, um, you know, Kelly Perkins, uh, Laurie Englert and I were brought onto the board specifically to bring some fresh air to uh, the way that the board was thinking about how do we go about recruiting the young talent and uh, so we're heading up this initiative and and the Ignite mission uh, is to help integrators in their own market uh, to go get out the word, put the word out there, make relationships with institutions that can be feed schools, so to say, uh, for your company and the rest of the industry. So we're going to be the marketing backbone to support uh, uh, those integrators. We're going to actually have a board of integrators that are involved with uh, a a complete communicative um, approach to this whole thing, making sure that everyone is on message, on point, we're all talking the same things. And we're targeting not the students themselves, we're targeting the educators. So we're looking at the STEM educators or we're looking at the technical trade school educators um, or college professors, frankly, to let them know that this industry is out there. because. From our perspective, it all comes down to the relationship. And students, Gen Z and, and the younger generation, they're not going to the guidance counselor saying, what am I going to do with my life? Yeah. They're going to their favorite teacher and saying, what am I going to do with my life? Um, the, the math teachers, the science teachers, the, the uh, uh, computer science teachers. So that is the heart and soul of what Ignite is. Ignite wants to target those teachers. That's who we're marketing to. Uh, and we want them to know about the industry so that when that student comes up and says, I don't know what to do with my life. They can say, "Have you considered audiovisual? Have you considered security? Have you considered IT?" So that's uh, that's our pitch, and and we're hoping to uh, ignite the industry. Um, but we're also, you know, 
we've, we've gotten massive positive feedback uh, from our presentation on, on Thursday night. And um, Thursday night? Thursday night, yes. Yes, Thursday night. What day is it? It. Um, and, yes. uh, and, you know, we've already gotten about 45 integrators that have signed up and wow. have said, you know, we want in, we, we need this, you know, and we want to help you. Uh, so it's hopefully going to be very symbiotic, and we're passionate about it. We're excited and can't wait to hit the streets and start to recruit some people. Yeah, very good. Steve, talk for a second, because you and I have, have talked on air, off air, about the issues with recruiting, specifically about, about um, programming, right? I mean, the Control Concepts is, a, is, a, is an independent programmer house. Um, does that make sense? I mean, does, does it make sense to, to attack on the educator and in, in, in the front line there? In a big way, and I, th I think uh, we've spent a lot of time in hiding and not proud of what we do, and, and feeling like we're we're kind of the, the these lost people that fell into the industry, or were were maybe the geeks in school, and uh, and and now what we do is mainstream, and everybody walks around with AV all around them, and uh, and I think that if we market it and we and we make people aware that there is a, a career that you can get into where people enjoy themselves, where people are very passionate, where people stay in the industry for so many years, and where they're, it's lucrative, and, and you have fun, and you get to get to be part of a community, and it, and it really is a niche, and it's still yeah. small, a small industry. Um, and, and I think educators probably are, are very unaware, even though they use it all the time, how to direct people to get involved. I mean, what, one of the things that, that I think is an opportunity too is to go to universities and talk to them about their work-study students. Um, who are the people that support your systems that are there for work-study and do they like it? And is it something that they want to do moving forward? It, you know, so, some of the, I just, I mean, I've told, talked to you off air, I just hired somebody and uh, I mean, it, thanks to you as well, because he listened to AV Nation, um, <laughs> who who was working on supporting systems. And you may you may want to rethink that hire. Just <laughs> <laughs> he he uh, he 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 was that excited and and uh, and and took the initiative to reach out, but but didn't know where to start. Yeah, you know, and I think having a starting point and a place to go to get information, I think, is going to pay off huge. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, guys, a big thousand dollar question I've asked several times this weekend. Mike, um, your your former position IMS was was you know operations. Um, you have people that that report to you. You have you know talking to people and stuff like that. Your owners are here as well. As you guys leave Dallas and and head back to Philly, and you're you're deconstructing all this, with the exception of a, of the fire hose analogy, which is obvious, uh, and you don't want to do that to your people. How are you going to dis disseminate? all the information we've got this weekend to your folks? Um, so <clears throat> I think that um, we have this somewhat well figured out in terms of how we get that information out. You guys have been doing it here, well, coming here a long time. Yeah, uh, John and Jill, our owners, have been coming for, I think, about seven years at this point. Uh, this is my third BLC. Okay. Um, but I had the distinct pleasure of accepting one of the EIB awards, uh, and it was about employee engagement and employee empowerment, which that entire concept of what won us that award came out of last year's BLC. Um, one of the keynote presentations really inspired us and, and forced us to think about what what can we do to take this excellent information, this, this really company-changing information, and then turn it around and disseminate it. So 
Um, I will take a slightly different approach to what you know, Bruce Kaufman was saying before. Uh, I would say that the very first thing that we do when we get back is we meet. So we have a meeting next week where we will sit down and we're going to compare all our notes. Obviously, we've been talking, you know, sidebar th throughout the, the week, um, but you get so absorbed in all those different conversations that, like you said, it's drinking from a fire hose. You need some time to just process it. So we get to sit and review with the schedule in front of us, what did we take away from each one of these events and you're going to take away 10%, 5% of the total information but even just that little bit is something that you can then take and look at your own company, your own processes, your own communication styles and go how do we how do we change this for the better? What what do we do to move things forward? Uh, and then you kind of build initiatives that last the year around those concepts. So it's not something where we just come back, you know, to Brock's point, where we just come back and we change everything. Like, that's not what we're looking to do. But we are looking to say, uh, you know, in a structured manner through initiatives and, and through the management team understanding what goals we have, this these are the points that we want to try and, and build into the business. And, uh, and it's not... Another thing, it's not just the three of us going back and saying this is what you're going to do. It's then the next meeting and the next meeting and the next meeting. So it starts with communicating to the management team and then the management team starts to communicate with their team. And it's a, it's, you know, a, a filtered down approach to, uh, to get those concepts across. Very okay, good. Steve, uh, what are some of the things that you're going to take back and, and kind of spread out to your folks? So I think a lot of it was learning from for myself and, and learning how to to maybe approach things differently and learning how to um some of it was reinforcing some things that i've have heard but but that's also valuable but, but uh learning how to address and build the business for the future and and i think that i may not be sharing the specific content from the event but i think i'm gonna i can use it to act upon it so I guess a good example, and, and this has been discussed before, but is the communication styles and yeah. the working with, with uh, you know, different people in your organization. And, and that, that's a challenge that we're all going to face. And I think that if those of us that can get out in front of it and that can feel comfortable, and, and I just think the understanding of other people is, is a help. And so what I'm going to do, hopefully, is to get my team to understand how the a younger generation thinks and and maybe those that th some of those conflict areas that 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 exist i can help to smooth them over by just just encouraging them to somehow meet in the middle or at least explain each other's position you know get get people to the table so that they're they're working together and and they they're not frustrated by each other's actions and personalities yeah. and but it's, uh, I mean, we're all, always good stuff. And, and you learn just as much from talking to other people as you learn from the speakers. And, Absolutely. And, and I think that there's, uh, there's tremendous value in that. And, and, and the, the networking, the relationships that you can continue to move forward with, I think is tremendous value. And that, that's the challenge for everybody is to keep in touch and to, keep, and to make sure that you, you make time to, to, uh, to take some of this material and, and some of these conversations beyond the conference. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that I was impressed with my very first year was I think Jim Ford was on on the stage and on the Thursday night, and it was it was the utter um, freedom to share 
right? I mean, it, it, these are large and small organizations. These are folks that have been in for 40 years and five years. But everybody that I've met with, you know, over the last few years that I've attended this event has been more than willing to share their, their triumphs and their failures and, and what they've learned from both. So, yeah, it's, it's a great event for that. So, gentlemen, thank you so much. Mike, how do you people find you or our IMS? Uh, you can fax me at 610-361. Oh, no, no, I'm kidding. Of course. Uh, do, you, do you really have a fax machine in the office still? Unfortunately, we do because there's several wow. vendors that, uh, and a couple customers that still send POs via fax. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Thankfully, it's our fax machine turns it into an email and it lands in somebody's <laughs> inbox. There but, you go. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Uh, so I am at AXP Mike on Twitter. Uh, I'm all over LinkedIn and Facebook and every social medium there is. And you can find the company at imstechnologyservices.com. All right, very good. And Mr. Greenblatt, how do people find you and Control Concepts? Uh, controlconcepts.net, which we will be having a new website by Infocom, so uh, look out really? for that a little wow. preview. Very yeah, good. Yeah, let me possibly even some uh, new messaging and branding. And um, see what happens me. when the guy gets married. Right, <laughs> everything changes. She you know? comes in, changes the drapes, <laughs> and the flooring. Oh, that's been done already. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Greenblatt, who re recently got 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 married, so congratulations. Thank sir. you, thank you. Giving you a hard time. But go ahead. Sorry. And uh, social media at Steve Greenblatt. Keep it easy. All right, very good. Thank you so much. My name is Tom Albright. Don't follow me, but go by the website if you would, please. Lots of really great people spent a lot of hard time and, and, and work on it. It wasn't me. Uh, Avianation.tv. Avianation.tv. You'll find this program and a host of others. Uh, we have a brand new residential sh weekly show called Resi Week. It uh, records on Mondays, uh, posts on Wednesdays. So check that out. We'll have a brand new uh, state of control sometime yes. soon i'm yes. sure we will schedule it before we leave when uh, when steve and i both get back in the in the office so yeah avnation.tv avnation.tv thanks so much for listening that is all the time we have for av week mm -hmm.